We are guys in short sports. Galaxy came back, scored a nice go. team goal. What's Beautiful. a team goal? It comes off of one person's <laughs> foot. We're part sports cast. I don't think Babe Ruth ever hit a home run into a waterfall. Then he never played in a real stadium. Part backyard barbecue. USA! And USA. all LA sports. Dodger Stadium has a tradition also. They've hosted eight World Series. Guys in shorts, bringing you everything you need to know in LA sports. I think we should use Chloe as our barometer. And some of the stuff you probably didn't. <laughs> How do we get there? Guys in shorts, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Welcome to the Guys in Shorts Ram Show. We yes. will be recapping week one, Rams versus Colts. Oh, it was a good one. As well as looking ahead to week number two. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Hashtag cup check. Yes. Ooh. I love that hashtag. I am pissed we didn't come up with Seriously, that me too. Darren Besa. Hashtag Gotham City. Oh, nice. Oh, I nice. Like that too. Nice. Did you come up with that or is that someone? Uh, I did not. May have seen but it. I, I did hear it. We're going we're gonna to pretend nice. it's ours. Ben <laughs> Garcia. Hoopty hoo. And Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Hashtag Goffinance. Hashtag Horns Up. Hashtag Ramily. Hashtag Mob Squad. Hashtag <laughs> yeah. LA Rams. Wow, that was awesome. You, you do yeah. have to nail all those things when you're tweeting about the Rams. It's, it is a lot ben, of hashtags. You would understand because you don't tweet. But, Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Ben, Ben's our resident Rams hater. We're the only Rams <laughs> podcast with a, uh, a Rams known? hater on it. No, he's the voice of reason. Fair I'm balance. the voice of reason. Thank yes. you. I, I'm not a hater. There, there's a purpose for him. <laughs> you I, are a hater. I hope you guys do well and we beat you and the Raiders beat you, you don't in the Super hope Bowl. We do well. You're lying. I do. <laughs> I really do. I believe that's sincere. All right. Yeah, it does not sound like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be we'll be showcasing Ben's hate a little later on in the show. But uh, before we get there, uh, full disclosure: I was actually out of town and in enemy territory. I was in Indiana. Wait, wait. You're in the weekend. wrong part of the country. I know. How is that possible? I know. We played. The Indianapolis Colts this weekend. I was in Indiana and I hated every minute of it. Just kidding. I loved it. It was actually really nice. It was with my girlfriend's family. <laughs> no, that's not but what you told us before me. the show. Though. I yeah, didn't that's see not a single heard. snap of the game. So, Darren, you're going to have to do the heavy lifting. However, I did hear that the Rams beat the Colts, pummeled the Colts 46 to 9. Now, we all know. With football, mm -hmm. it's very easy to overreact to things. We're and, good at that. And we don't, we don't want to. <laughs> You're stealing my thunder, Jeff. You're stealing my thunder. <laughs> yes. But so why don't we start with who are the Rams playing in the Super Bowl? <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Raiders, hopefully. I don't feel like that's a reaction. Overreaction. Is that happen? Okay. How the, the Raiders great may be there. Was this pummeling, Besa? It, you were at the game. Go. It was. An ass whooping. How the Rams just turn it around. You, you're talking about a a 46 to 9 ass whooping. This is a complete turnover of what happened from the 2016 season. The production overall, offensively, defensively, special teams, they were just clicking on every single cylinder. And it's wow. great that the Rams had it on the opening game at the Coliseum. Yeah. Gosh dang it. Are you floating? Come back down, Darren. Come back down. Sparkly today. I am floating high. Go ahead, Ben. I, I know you want to shit on this right you now. You started three and one last year, and you were just as high, and then you just you had your ass. <laughs> 
ass handed to you for the rest of the season. So I'm I'm warning you, don't get your hopes up. You played you played the worst team in the league who had mm. doesn't have uh, a franchise quarterback, whose owner is a complete idiot. And their coach should have been fired two years ago. Yet wow. they continue to keep the Rams or from last year. Yeah, you know what though? We, yeah. we had the high high and the we, low lows. We, Let me yeah. jump in right in the smooth we spot gotta in the middle. The listener, <laughs> we got to hook the Ram fan <laughs> listeners before we go full blown, Ben. I will say, <laughs> the Rams did not score forty six points last season. And no. I think I think when you look at it, you say the Rams scored point they put points on the board like they hadn't before and so that is a positive i will agree with ben i think the colts looked like they could possibly be in contention with the jets for the worst team in the nfl so but in the you do have to beat those teams yes and they are professional football players and to put 46 points on a professional football team takes some amount of talent, and the Rams obviously have something going on that's yeah. right. So you can't totally dismiss it and say, oh, it's the Colts, they're horrible, the Rams, you know, you know, anyone could have beat that team 46 to 9 because th- it's not true. You you need to have something special going, and they did. And so I think there, there's a positive. They can build on it, but – Obviously, I agree. You don't want to overreact, but you don't want to throw it completely out either because yeah. it's the Colts. There's you, you should be happy with this win. This was a solid win for the Rams. Yeah, and I think Eric nailed it on the head that this is a team where the Rams are supposed to beat, and they beat them. Last year, we started against two. 49ers. San Francisco. Yeah. How horrible was the 49ers last year? Off. They were horrible. And we even we couldn't even beat that team. <laughs> we yeah. got rocked. Right? We yes. got rocked. And uh, here's, here, here's the good news, as far as I'm concerned, is last year we kept saying that the defense was winning games for the Rams. Single hand. Yeah. It wasn't the offense that was winning games. It was the defense. Now now you have a defense that's pretty much the same. You have Aaron, Aaron Donald coming back, which I know we're going to uh, touch upon in a little bit. But um, now you have a defense that has what seems to be a decent offense behind it. So now you're going to see these guys uh, winning games and, and beating teams that they should beat, that they should have beaten last year. Um, but now with, with, the new co- with the new coaches, uh, got with the hashtag confidence of Jared Goff <laughs> building up, he ha- he, yeah, and he has a, a trio of, of wide receivers now that he can hit. Um, and uh, unfortunately for me, I had uh, Cooper Cup on my bench last week. Oh. But did I not tell you that yeah. this kid is—he's legit? And you I did. think, yes. and I think there was people talking about him that yes. he wants to catch a hundred catches this this season. I think he's actually going to do it. Um, that being said. You can't go overboard. It is just one game, but the signs are there, and yeah. I think that's what I, you got to look at. Well, and I love that point that you made. Is how would last year's team have done against this Colts team? Right. They would have beat them nine to six. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then this <laughs> is, is that a huge improvement. Or is that with holes in? Because I think even with Andrew Luck in this game, our defense was such on par yeah. that the Rams still would have won. If, it. if I were Andrew Luck, I, I would be injured the rest of the season. And I would, I would <laughs> I, 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 honestly, honestly let my if back you, and and whatever else is ailing him, let it heal yes. and, and hope that your that your your management gets you some better players because that is a shit team. Well, you can write about that on your Colts blog. Let's talk about Aaron Donald. He's back. He's back. Uh, what do we know? He didn't play. He did not play. And actually, last week, as the uh, as Sean McVay was preparing for this uh, upcoming game, he gave him until Wednesday to make him a part of this team. And they actually extended it until Friday. And as of Friday, Aaron Donald was a no-show. We went into a 53-man roster. And what happens on Saturday morning? 
in comes walking through the door. <laughs> Who is it? It's me. It's Aaron. I want to come play. It's Aaron. Wow, is that Donald. Aaron or Mike yeah. Tyson? What, what was that? <laughs> hey, y'all. Oh, wait. No, I don't know where that was. I'm defending they're impregnable. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and in comes Aaron Donald. He passes his physicals. The good news is that there is no contract signed. He came in on his own. He's going to save himself about $1.5 million because that is the amount of fines that Aaron mm. Donald has accumulated. From him not showing up during the OTAs, from him not showing up during preseason, he's there for week one. He got a special exemption from the NFL so we can have 54 on the roster. And he gets his first paycheck at $106,000. Wow. So the news right now is that he doesn't have a contract, but that is in the works. It's good to know that he is there for now and that he will probably be playing against the Washington Redskins. Nice. If, if you were to put a week on it, what week would you guess that this deal gets done? Because I, I think, I don't think he's going to go the whole season without an mm. extension happening at some yeah. point. I, I don't think it's going to go the whole season. Uh, there are a few deals on the table that have been signed to for, make a little bit more room yeah, for Yeah, because I know Donald. other players, they've made made deals. Yeah, so what do Hecker you got a deal, uh, our defensive end. MVP. Ethan, oh, so there you go. <laughs> Hecker for president. Uh, Ethan Westbrook's got a deal. I would imagine, um, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Wait, give me an over-under. A week. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say... I'm going to say by week six. Week six. No yeah. later than week six. We don't No see. later than right. week six that you heard he has it here that first, contract folks. signs. Can I say something about Johnny Hecker? No. Yes. <laughs> I'm all ears. Mm. Uh, this guy was, I mean, he was lights out for the team last year, right? I mean, yeah. he was one of the very bright spots for the team. Apparently, he did something in in yes in Sunday's game That's right. that most yeah, Pat McAfee pointed this yeah, out. Yeah, out on Twitter, where that most guys only do this in practice as showboating. But he... I, I, I don't want to get it exactly, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get it exactly the right. The science behind it. The science it, behind yeah. it, but it has to do with flipping the ball sideways and toss. I don't know. He did something miraculous because this guy was like all going crazy on Twitter. Oh, my God, did you see what happened? And he like broke it. He was, but apparently Johnny Hecker did something that you're not supposed to do in a game and he like nailed it. Go ahead. From what I heard him explain, they said, when you turn the ball sideways like that, there's basically zero room for error. If you hit it dead on, you end up pinning the team because of the way the ball's going to spin. Yeah. But if you miss it, the ball goes seven yards. That's what Pat McAfee gotcha. said. So he did this thing where if, if he messed up, that punt barely moves, but he nailed really? it and he pinned uh, the Colts on the six yard yeah, line. Yeah, on the six yard line, yeah. yeah. It's wow. science, guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he science. He's a magician, I that Johnny Hecker. Love it. Love it. All right. I'll tell you what. We wanted to give Ben a chance to say his piece on this show because, you know, there's a reason he's here. You know, we're all excited about the the Rams and their oh, huge win over the Colts. Beautiful. But but Ben needs to maybe, we'll give him a chance to bring us back down to earth. So there's, there's a couple stats. As you know, we like our stats and especially Victor and his useless stat. Of the oh, week. yeah. Yeah. So uh, Vic and Darren have a couple stats that they wanted to... Pose to the room and give Ben an opportunity to uh, tell us why we're yes. maybe overreacting on those. And stats. by all means, so, if anybody else has uh, a negative opinion of it, be, feel free to speak up. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. I, I, I think we should start with uh, with Darren's right. stat because the defense, uh, yes. defense, Rams defense has has been one of our better points over the years, but this yes. year. It, with the addition of Wade Phillips, 
a huge step up, we're hoping. What's that stat you got? Well, I mean, not not only a huge step up, but you got to look back what happened on Sunday. With, with Wade Phillips' new 3-4 base, you have two pick sixes. You have four QB sacks. You have a safety. What more can you ask for from a defense? And my stat for the week for Wade Phillips is that since 1989, every team Wade Phillips has joined has gone to the playoffs in his first season. Oh, that's a great stat. I love that. <laughs> Dead. I would ask the question, what teams did he join and what was their record the previous year? Because <laughs> I know one of those teams was the Denver, Denver Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. And they had, uh, and I don't remember what year he came in, but they either had um, Peyton Manning as their quarterback, and I don't remember who the quarterback was before that, but they have always been a legitimate team, and they've played in a division that, had the Raiders who were tanking and San Diego who sucked for the last 10 years. So it really isn't that hard to win the division and to make it into the playoffs. So I just think that it's good luck. Just good luck. Yeah. So the Rams don't have a chance with weight. I'm not saying they don't have a chance. I'm just saying don't, you know, sell, don't sell the farm that they're going <laughs> to make it to the playoffs because of some stupid, ridiculous stat that says since 1989, there he is. You know, they're going to make the playoffs. So, and that's why we he, love you. He, oh, actually, I was going to read off the teams he's been on, but he's been all over the place. As defensive coordinator, he was on the 86 to 88 Eagles. Okay. Then he went to the Broncos. He was actually head coach of the Broncos for yeah, 93, was. 94. Yeah, it was great because the Raiders had his number. We beat him all the time. Nice. Then uh, went to Buffalo Bills as defensive coordinator and then was head coach for the Bills and mm-hmm. then went to the Falcons 2002 to 2003. Uh, was with the San Diego Chargers 2004 to 2006. Those were the, shot, those were the Schottenheimer years. So they, mm, they were already a good team at that time. Yep. Uh, the Texans. 2011 to 13, and then went to the Broncos. Okay. It's a storied history. So what I hear is the Rams are going to the playoffs, right? Yeah. Well, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't say no. (laughs) We're number one in the NFC. West. (laughs) All right. Let's let's lead into Victor's stat. Uh, Besa, real quick before we get there. Yeah. How did Jared Goff look? Ah, Jared Goff. He's a completely different guy under really? Sean McVay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> One fucking game, and you're like, oh my God, he's the best quarterback ever. I, I'm not saying that just because of one game, but you you throw in the fact that you have a new playbook, and you know I'm, I'm going to give a, a give a little bit of a praise to uh, Jeff Fisher. I, I can't believe I'm, uh, I'm going to say it. Yeah. What? just threw up in my mouth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I did too, uh, actually, uh while I was thinking about this. Did you see somebody tweet a picture of Jeff Fisher was behind him at a supermarket, a supermarket. in Montana? <laughs> and he, just, he just looked like he's loving life in Montana. Gets to wear all <laughs> his different sunglasses. Oh, yeah. He's got his flannel on. Breakaway yeah. sunglasses still. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's still sporting those. But as far as for what I had to say about Jeff Fisher and Jared Goff is that maybe he was right. Maybe Jeff Fisher was right last season by saying that throughout weeks one through eight, that Jared Goff wasn't ready and that he didn't succumb to us fans, to the media, to all of those post-game conferences is that what's happening with Jared Goff? Is he ready? 
Are we going to see him next week? He held off into week nine. And maybe that decision came from the top. And when he finally put him in, what happened? Jared Goff just fell apart. So maybe he was right that he should never have put in him in during the 2016 yeah. season. I, I'm not buying that at all. <laughs> I think it's it's Jeff Fisher's offense that was shit. And uh, <laughs> well, nobody, nobody could. I don't that. care if well, you threw, yes, the was shit. Uh, you know, uh, Peyton Manning. Peyton, or I don't know, anybody. <laughs> you name it. Any Colin quarterback. Kaepernick. Yeah, any, any, <laughs> Derek Carr. any quarterback would look there as go. good as under a different system. You know, do you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. think it was that Je- yes, Jared Goff was not ready. That was is not ready. that is very true. But at the same time, I don't think Jeff Fisher was getting him ready in the in the right kind of offense for yes, this quarterback. So he was holding him out because his he couldn't do the offense. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do with him. Uh, and part of his you Jared hand Goff's, the ball off to Gurley and let him yeah, get exactly. minus two yards. So uh, you know, part of it is that uh, Jared Goff, as we all know, had problems reading. You know, uh, plays the playbook, yeah. uh, the playbook, which is kind of embarrassing. Um, had problems hiking. You know, getting the, the hike from the from the center. It's kind of embarrassing. Figuring out where the sun. Figuring lives. out where the sun, which is <laughs> right. kind of embarrassing. But yeah. at the same time, I don't buy this whole. I, I just don't buy that. I don't. I, I think it's it was Jeff Fisher and his system um, that was crappy to begin with, and it has been crappy for a long time. And I don't care what quarterback you threw in that situation; they That's weren't right. going to be. Been hating Jeff oh, Fisher I can't for stand a long him. Time. I can't stand him. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can't. You don't have this big of a turnaround. And again, it's only one game. But for just you don't get this big turnaround mm-hmm. uh, from a guy sitting out eight games. I mean, that's just illogical. It's it's Sean McVay putting in an offense that goes with the quarterback instead of trying to throw a quarterback into an offense that doesn't work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't buy it. But but this season we see, or at least what we saw on Sunday, is a completely different Jared Goff because it's an offense that he can run. Yeah, but yeah. he's also had a year. Right, it, 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 that's part of it as well. Sit, right. sit back, see a professional quarterback at work, and get a taste of what it's like. So I, th- I think he benefited from sitting out a few games and also benefited from playing. So I think his first season was not successful from a stats point of view or from a wins point of view. It wasn't successful anywhere, but, and don't try yeah, to it sell really was. Don't try to no. sell Rams fans no, 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 that no. he was in any way successful. Was, yeah, he, learned, was, he was a dumpster fire. I think he learned, He though. was, yeah. You, you don't learn from, from coming out and being amazing. You learn from getting your ass kicked. But you know what? Derek yeah. Carr came out and lost his first 10 starts or something yeah. like that, the same way that Goff did. But at least you looked at Derek Carr and you knew... You could see something. You, absolutely. Yeah. And with Goff, you, you didn't couldn't see, see that last year. You didn't see that at all with Jared. I mean, people were like... Late bloomer. So yeah. some quarterbacks <laughs> take young. a little longer. He's this, a grower, not a shower. This, this trend <laughs> of, of of quarterbacks uh, coming right into the NFL and starting like. Andrew Luck, Deshaun you know, Watson just RG3. did it this week. Yeah, oh, but he didn't start, but he came in like the second there's series. There's players that can do yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, Russell Wilson yeah. was successful his rookie year. Right. You know, you got Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, but I, I feel like this trend a of, lot of rushing these <laughs> these, quarterbacks these quarterbacks into and and they were quarterbacks are all good. All that, they were they had, decent. They had crappy records, but years. but you could see the brilliance. Yeah, that's but the thing. They were just played, waiting. They played in better systems than Jared Goff and played. That's in. my point. That's Thank you. Vic's <laughs> point. I, I, I'm agreeing with that. And also, I, I feel like Jared Goff, for crying out loud, he didn't know what horizon the, the sun <laughs> he didn't rose in. I feel like he maybe is going to take I think a little the, more hand holding to get there. But it sounds like he's going to get there. Yeah. It, it, it does sound like he's going to get there. And the offensive you line hope. is definitely going to go ahead and help him out a bit. He had a lot of time under center. He had a lot of time That's what he needs. Um, in the yeah. shotgun formation. And 
what happens when you have a lot of time? What happens when you have a lot of uh, plays from a offensive-minded coordinator? You get that ball thrown out deep. And that is exactly what Jared Goff did. He went 21, 21 for 20, 29. He threw for 306 yards. He got one uh, touchdown to uh, Cooper Cup. He looked good. And out of all of that, he got zero interceptions. That's a big one. That's a big That's one compared huge. to last mm-hmm. season. He only was sacked once during the entire game. So it's it's a trend in the right direction I'll for give you Jared that. Goff. So, so then that leads us to Vic's stat. Yes. Because, um, you know, if you have t- time to sit there like Ben Roethlisberger behind that offensive line and all day and kind of dance around and, you know, oh, order Roth- pizza. <laughs> ben um, Roethlisberger is also a linebacker himself. Right, but, yeah, right. But, I mean, like, you know, there's certain t- Dallas, you know, Dak Prescott has all kinds of time to find, you know, his fourth receiver. Yeah. Um, not that there's four receivers, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. Um, Jared Goff does not have that luxury behind this offensive line, which is improved, but it still needs room for improvement. But here's the good there. news, right? And this is the stat I wanted to throw out to 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 Ben over there is that Jared Goff's passing passing ugh. Jared Goff's passer rating under pressure in week one was among the best of all quarterbacks. Uh, in that in that weeks, which to me is saying that he's now more comfortable in the pocket, um, and even if there is pressure, he trusts his wide receivers to make that play uh, when he does throw it to them. So, what do you think about that? How many of those passes were sh- uh, shakedowns to the running back or to the tight end? Just on a five yard. Oh, doesn't matter. I, I don't I, think actually, that that matters. And how many and, times did he get hit? In addition to that, he was the number one rated uh, passer on deep passes. Five of five. I think that's an indictment on how bad Indianapolis is. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> listen, if after week two, I don't know who you guys are playing week two. But Washington Redskins. Redskins. Okay, if you guys come in and you give me similar statistics, then I may say that there's a trend. But after, I mean, you guys played the worst team in the league. Sample size. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and say, okay, you know, he's the next coming. Like, you know, no, he was a not. shitty quarterback last year. He he. I, I watched one series of against the Raiders, and he watched marched them right down the field, which was an indictment on the Raiders defense. <laughs> yeah. And and I feel like that you guys opened the season with the right team. You guys want to start off on the right foot. New coach, new players, new system. You know, come in and you play the worst team in the league, and you guys did what you needed to do, and you kicked their ass. So I I understand that you're happy, but. I'm not buying. I'm not buying the stock. Let's 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 like let, let's make that sample size four, five, six, seven games. Do you Fair think enough. he's done by week eleven? Is that what you said last week? You said week eleven. I said, but yeah. So week ten would be his last week, week starting, okay. and that week eleven that he would be replaced. Um, at this point, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll stand by my words because Ooh. I don't know. You know, I I haven't been proven otherwise. Yeah. I mean, he played the worst team in the league and did well. Who gives a shit? Let's let's see what he does against a playoff team in the in the Washington Redskins. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I love it. Ben's ben, here to keep us Josh honest. Norman, you're doing I, I a good job of that. I just think it bugs you that he had a better rating than Derek Carr. Wow. Oh, he had a better rating than Derek Carr. Wow. 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 That just Matt Ryan. Happened. Okay, who's the best quarterback in the NFL? As of Jared this, Goff. <laughs> as of this week, Alex Smith. Alex yeah, Smith. Alex Smith, actually. Yeah, that's true. Ben, 
unbelievably Sam Bradford. The fact <laughs> is, is that the gold standard uh. is Tom Brady. And if Tom Brady is number seven this week or number 10 this week or whatever the hell he is, he's still the best damn quarterback in the league. I don't give a shit who's at the top of your <laughs> passer fucking rating at the end of the week. That's enough. <laughs> we are not going to shout out Tom Brady on this podcast. Yeah. How dare you, yeah. sir? Yeah. He who on. shall not be yeah. named. Moving on. Let's, uh, let's take a look at the week to come. We got another uh, home game at the Coliseum versus the Washington Redskins. Dubbed Ooh. the McVay Bowl. Yes. yes. Believe that's it. right. Yes. He came from the Redskins. They Now, they lost to uh, Philly yes. this last weekend in kind of an upset, right? I feel like yeah, the I Redskins were supposed to be good, right? I guess so. Yeah, well, they, not without Sean McVay. They added a lot Apparently of not. they added a lot of players. They have Terrell Pryor now. Kirk Cousins was supposed to, you know, keep things going. Uh, they have Josh Norman in the backfield. So uh, yeah, the Redskins are supposed to be a contender this year. Yeah, and you know, go, going into this game, um, I, I'm I'm feeling confident that the Rams are still going. to You're take feeling it. what? Confident. Go- I have my confidence. Yes, there thank you. Is. There, there we go. go. In in Sean McVay because Sean McVay he knows. This offense, he knows every single player. He could write a goddamn biography on every single one of them. That's how well he knows them, and I think he brings that confidence to this Rams. I think he's going to expose them, and I think Washington is going to look a little bit lost. So I'm going to give this week's win to the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, yes. I'm going to love it. I think with the players that they've added, there are different players. So he may not know. All of the players, of them, yeah. but the player that he is going to know is going to be Kirk Cousins, yes. and he's going to know what defense to throw at him. Even yep. though he's not the defensive coordinator, which angles to take on gonna, him that he's, he's not going to see. He's gonna, his playbook. He's going to know what to do against that offense. Well, are and they so, using his playbook still? Because I know when I the Raiders went were. to the Super Bowl, they were still running John Gruden's <laughs> no, system. Really? Exactly. Oh yeah, and oh, John wow. Gruden knew every. Yeah. Like he knew all the all the uh, audibles. He oh, knew yeah. all the positions. And he basically coached those guys for two weeks saying, this is where that's you're going to stand. This is what's going to happen. So if that's the situation and they're running the same playbook, then I'm I'm, I'm all in on the Rams this yeah. week. I doubt, no, they exactly. could throw, I doubt they could throw the whole playbook out. So I'm sure there's something different. But yeah, he's he's going to know the the personnel moves and the, and the style of play that Washington has because the style doesn't change from year to year. So I think that's going to be the key is knowing uh, the offense and how that ticks. And even though it's McVay's job, uh, as the head coach, and he's more of an offensive-minded guy. Yeah. He's going to know how to influence, uh, you know, Wade Phillips, and Wade Phillips is great on his own without that advice. Exactly. So Wade Vill- Phillips plus McVay's advice plus knowing them. I think how many times have we seen this before, where the old coach plays the old team, and you see them, you know, expose them. So I think I agree that the LA Rams will come out victorious. Victorious. There you and go. Be two and zero. Yes, Ooh, we're gonna be two and zero to start. You guys were three and one last season. Don't get your yeah, hopes it's, up. Yeah, it's gonna be especially with 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 everything that Darren's bringing up. It's gonna it's gonna be kind of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not gonna be a real two and zero if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be. I don't, don't want to say, my side, man. Gonna, well, I, coming to my I don't want to say fake news. Yeah, I don't want to say do fool's it, gold um, because I, th- I I still think in that Every game, game one the Rams. There's sixteen games. In it, of course season. it does. Every game counts. Of course it does. But if you're playing St. Mary's School of the Blind and then you're gonna play, you know, uh, an elementary school in week <laughs> two, State. then that doesn't really tell you. It's kind of like college football, how a lot of the times, you know, in the first part yeah, like, of the season, you like play Alabama these, played you yeah, know, Cypress you're play, College. Right, exactly. <laughs> like but, the Galaxy so, plays Buena Park Rec League? Right. 
That being said, I do think that the Rams the ha- has they have improved <laughs> over last year. Um, and last year, I don't know if they would have been two and zero at this point. So yeah, yeah. And just for the record, St. Mary's School for the Blind three points favorites going into this weekend <laughs> against, against Podunk State. Against Podunk State. All right, let's get out of here for this week. Uh, we are the guys in shorts. Ram Show. Follow us on Twitter at GIS Ram Show. And for all your LA sports needs, check out the guys in short sports Los Angeles show. The original, original recipe. recipe. Yeah. Yes. As, as Eric has affectionately dubbed it. And uh, and that's it. For Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Jeff Wilson. Go Rams! Gotham City is going to take it! <laughs> Get him out of here. (laughs) You're drunk. Yeah. What's happening?